Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, Clubbers. We've written a book and we are so excited to finally be able to tell you about it. It's called Have You Tried This? And it will be released on February the 15th, 2024 by Welbeck Publishing. It's the best of what we've learnt over four years of living and experimenting with everything the self-care and wellness world has to offer, all collated into one place, plus a load of new practices written just for the book. And the best thing? Every single practice in the book costs you absolutely nothing and every practice in there really will improve your mental health and well-being. It's available right now on pre-order. Be the first to get your copy. Link is in our show notes. Welcome back to the second part of our 2023 wrap-up show. I'm sorry if you were coming for your weekly wellness roundup, but we're rounding up the whole year, not just the week. Yeah. The whole of 2023. Yeah. I, I'm still Lauren Mishcon. And I am still Nicole Goodman. And if you came here wanting to know what was going on in the world of wellness, well, we are about to tell you. Because we, all we have been doing for, is testing out the world of wellness. For four years, mate. For four years. Four years. But we're going to tell you what we've been testing out this year, even if you have listened to every show. So it's on, preaching to the converted, isn't it? <laughs> it is a bit. <laughs> so on Monday's show, we talked about all the food and drink that we had tested out. All products. the products that we had tested out. The trips that we've been on. Yeah. The outings and yep. the excursions and the things we've done. Yes, we've done a lot. We have packed it in. And so today we're going to talk about some of the mental self-care practices. That not as in mad. Out. No. Not as in like, oh, they're mental. Oh, it's mental, mental. Yeah. Chicken oriental. Yeah, not, not that. like that. Not that. As no. in all the mindset work that we've been doing. Oh, mindset. Oh, that's a much nicer word. The mindset practices of 2023. Yeah. yeah. Tell the clubbers what we've done. Oh, my God. Where do we begin? Uh, self-care around money. I enjoyed that show. It's a show that really we should have done a few years ago, I think, because it's super important. People think it's very boring. It's not boring. We got a bit of hate for that, Joe. Did we? Yeah, we did. I don't remember. We did. People were like, well, uh, actually, I just want advice on how to manage my finances properly. Well, we're not financial advisors. No, they need Martin Lewis. They do. <laughs> they need <laughs> Martin Lewis. Yeah. So we were just there. It was about being intentional yeah. and mindful yeah. about your relationship with money. We called it sexy money mindfulness because uh, we thought if we called it money, people would be bored by the title and not listen. They probably wouldn't have if we'd have just called it money. Yeah, but it was a good show, I thought. It was. And we had a great guest, Dan Mangena. He was great. And I even saw him in person this year. We had a I coffee. I know, I was so jealous. Yeah. You sent me the photo. In Dubai. So weird. You would send me this photo, you and Dan. I was like, oh my God. It was very weird. They're together. 
it was very weird because I've known him for what five, six years, but only online. Mm. So to see him in person was like weird, but not weird. Yes, I get it. You know, yeah, I get it. Um, what else have we done? We've set intentions. Yes, that we was s- right at the beginning of the year. Was that this year? It was January, not twenty twenty two. No, twenty twenty three. Well, we did that. Mm-hmm. We did a week of saying yes. That was a good week. I struggled with that week, didn't mm. I? Because we've done a week of saying no. Yeah. And so this felt like it was just a week of agreeing to everything, mm. which is not good for you. But it wasn't. No, it was, it was about being intentional about your yes, just like it's you're being boundaried with your no. Yeah. It was good. Sober Curiosity and Sober October. I, you accidentally I, did Sober October. I accidentally did Sober October. It was a breeze. I'll probably do it again next year, just for shits and giggles. Well, you could do it another month. I won't be doing it this month. Have you drunk a lot this month? Not yet. Although, something very exciting happened. You won't find it exciting, but I was fucking thrilled. Go on. When we went to Mexico in the summer... They kept serving these spicy margaritas. Oh my God, they were delicious. Why would I not be excited about this? I'm all over a spicy margarita. Okay, well then you will be excited by this. But there was a special spice from Mexico that they put around the rim of the glass that you cannot buy here because it's it's native to Mexico. I've looked for it, you can't get it. I was in Costco the other week. Lo and behold, it was sitting there on the shelf. I bought it, took it home, delighted with myself, then realised I don't have any tequila. So I had to go to Waitrose and buy tequila. Now I can make my own spicy margaritas. Have you made one? Yes, I have. How was it? So delicious, but so potent. And because I wasn't on a beach on holiday, I only drank half of it. Then I put the rest in the fridge. Because not the same, let me tell you, sitting in your living room watching Strictly drinking one as it is lying on a sunbed drinking one. It's not the same. It is so not the same. I'm actually going to do that very soon. I know you are. Maybe I should give you some of my <laughs> spice to take away and you can put it around the rim of the glass because you're not in Mexico. Do you know what? What? I'm going to leave it up to the bartenders where I am. And if they want to put salt around it, they can. Okay. I don't mind a salty rim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a special one for you, James. A special, special clip for you there. <laughs> You know, you've only got yourself to blame, Nicole. <laughs> when the men of Facebook go wild, you've only got yourself <laughs> no, to blame. I'm boring in bed, remember? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Uh, love Languages. I mean, I didn't love that show. Well, I've actually put this down because I've written a section under here because I had a little thing like, what practices did you love? Yeah. Like, what are your five top things? Yeah. And I- I'm going to talk more about that after because I loved is love that languages. In your top five. Wow. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, yeah. Well. Top Interesting. ten. Interesting. Top okay. ten. Don't. 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 Top ten. Pigeonhole. Okay. Me. Comparison. That was a great show. Oh uh, yeah. I can't really remember what came up in comparison. Oh yeah. It's a body image. A lot nonsense. came up. Yeah. What came up for you? Um. Mm, not as much as came up for you, which is very unusual when we do these mindset practices. But we always have. Big weeks on different practices. Yes. Don't we? Which is... Well, mine was the self-compassion when Barker got bitten by another dog and I refused to be compassionate to myself about feeling quite traumatised. Um, curiosity. Yeah, I can't remember that show. At all. No, I know neither. we did it, but I can't remember it. <laughs> me neither. It was something about 
rather than stepping into judgment, step into curiosity. Oh, yeah. So rather if someone's doing something and you think, yeah. oh, God, why are they doing that? Yeah. You're like, instead you go, hmm. I'm interested to know why they are doing that. I should have stepped into that this morning. It's a very different energy. I didn't, but I should have done. With what, me? No. My husband sent me some hints for the Christmas stocking, the one that we weren't getting each other, but apparently we are. And on that list was sun cream. So I messaged him back saying, it's December. I'm not buying you Maybe he's taking you on an exotic holiday that you don't know about. He's not. But what I should have said is... Are we going somewhere sunny that we need sun cream for, my yeah. darling? Rather than I'm not buying you sun why cream, does, it's December. Why does he want sun cream? I don't know, Nicole, because I didn't step into curiosity. I stepped into judgment. Well, did he respond? No. We all want to know. I'm going to have to quiz him later, aren't I? Let us know. Anxiety. This was a really good one for it you. It was a double episode. Two. Two shows in a row. Yeah. Mine yeah. was about the mental load. Mine was about driving. And yours was about driving. driving on the motorway. Yeah. How is that? Well, I still haven't driven on the motorway, but funnily enough, Kate Medlin, sometimes therapist of the show. Um, you keep saying that, but she hasn't actually she hasn't been, been on, on the for show. Ages, she hasn't been on the she's show. She's still a therapist. She's still a therapist. She is still a therapist and mm. she's still our friend. Yes. But she, she hasn't been on the show all year. No, maybe she should come on next year. Maybe. She basically made me do a drive that she knew would make me deeply uncomfortable because I had never driven there before and it was on some fast roads. Was she with you? Yes. And she said, I debated whether to tell you that we were doing this drive last night, but I decided not to because I knew you would worry about it all night. And now you're just here and you've got to do it. And I had a bit of a tantrum. How come you drove? Because I was picking her up and then we were going together. And uh, I had a bit of a tantrum. What does a bit of a tantrum look like? I mean, it's very quiet. I know, but I'd like to know. Um, It looked like a sort of, "Mm, mm," you know, "Mm, I don't know. I don't want to. Why? Why are we doing that? She's like, because we are and I'm here and also you're going to be fine. So let's just get on with it. There was a little bit of resistance. I haven't got petrol. I need to get. She was like, okay, let's go and get petrol then if that's going to make you feel better. And you know what? I did it and I was totally fine. It is, it is easing a little. Good. Yeah. Good. I don't feel ready to tackle the M1, but it is easing like, quite a lot. Body confidence. We did that this year. Yeah. That was a sticky show. I think I'm easier with that stuff than you are. I, it was okay. We had a whole argument on the show. Oh, yeah. It was horrible. It was just before we broke for summer. Yeah. It was horrible. And then we got trolled a week later and we had like a whole couple of weeks of nastiness. What did we get trolled for? I can't even remember. We did get trolled, but what was it? Oh, um, it was because there was a reel up about me uh, cuddling. Oh, that's right. Cuddling my 10-year-olds. Nothing to do with body confidence. No, it wasn't. It's just the timing was... The same. The same. You talked about cuddling Josh and giving him a kiss goodnight. Yeah. Good night or good morning good, or something. Good night. Yeah. And we got, when I say trolled. Oh, it was horrendous. People were calling you horrendous names, saying, really questioning your parenting. Which was as just if, so bizarre. It was horrible. Don't other people kiss their 10-year-olds good night and good morning? It was, we've been trolled a few times this year. That was That we, was particularly weird. And then at the end of the summer, we got trolled again because I put up a post about... My husband not changing the toilet roll. It was a funny post. It was very funny. It was actually a joke. It was because then he made a face on the toilet seat with all the toilet rolls that he's left. And there were about nine toilet rolls. Yes. 
And it was a very funny post. And I got told that I was in a controlling marriage and that he was a narcissist. And I, the best one was, you should divorce him. Oh, that sounds like a good plan. Let's do that then. I'm going to listen to a stranger on the internet. Tell me what I should do with my own marriage. It was bizarre because everyone's lost their sense of humor everybody no one on the internet has a sense of humor anymore i noticed that and it went on and on oh, it didn't and on stop. and i was away for my sister's 50th it yes. didn't stop did it and then about five days later when the messages was i'm talking we must we had hundreds upon hundreds of comments on this thing and then i realized you can turn the comments off, off. and stop the noise so we did yeah that was a good moment it leads us beautifully into one of my favourite practices of the year, Let Them. Oh, this Mel Robbins' amazing. Let Them Theory. This is a recent show. Yeah. I wonder if we'd done Let Them before that, if we would have stepped back a bit and gone, do you know what? Just let them. Let them say whatever they want to say. I know how to parent. You know the state of your own marriage. Let them. Well, interestingly, we had this viral video which happened last week. Yeah. And there were a lot of not so pleasant comments yeah. on it. Yeah. And neither one of us got, we didn't get engaged in it at all. No. And I find that harder not to yeah. talk back or delete it or which do is something. interesting because you'd think that would be me, but it isn't. No, it's me. I get quite activated by it. And I just saw, saw all of them and I was like, oh, let them, just let them chat, whatever. I don't care. But it's we didn't, e it wasn't even a thing. No. Funny I read enough. a couple of them and then I just couldn't be bothered and or maybe we're just getting a bit more used to this. I thing. read all of it, but I'm I just I just I just let it go. I let let it them go. Let them, yeah, let them. We also did choosing love. Yes. That was gorgeous. It was a nice week. Wasn't it? Yeah. Rather than choosing anything else, just always come from a place of love. Yeah. I loved that. And then we looked at Conflict at Christmas. Yes, with Julia Samuel. That was yeah. great. She was great. She's a great guest. She was a great guest. Mm. I'm really pleased that we've mm. had her on the Me show. Too. We've had some amazing guests I know, this year. We're very lucky. We really have. And then we did Learning How to Receive, which yeah. was last week. Yeah. Yeah. Should we have a cup a listen of some of those shows that we've just mentioned? Yes. We'll, there's one where, oh, we haven't played it yet. We're going to play it now, the one with you and the self compassion with yes. Barker. We're going to play that now. Um, the one where you struggle in asking for what you want. Yes. That, that was, was a really hard week that week. I think it was last year's show, but it was such an important show. And if I'm honest, I think it's the practice out of every single practice that we've done, which was my favorite one. Wow. Okay. Asking for what you want. It was amazing. Okay. Um, and then we've got a clip coming up of me talking about my relationship with my body image yes that was the comparison show yeah wasn't it and then we talk about how to let go of guilt yeah so these are the snippets that are coming up enjoy it was complete self-indulgence and a little bit of a minor pity party oh poor me i had a bad day i'm gonna eat ice cream on the sofa it was both <laughs> it wasn't compassionate and if we were being compassionate now yeah what would we say? Should we go through the steps now about no, it? Yes. I don't yes. Want yes. Because you're being really horrible to yourself. No, it was it was a bit disgusting. You're being what? For sitting on the sofa eating ice cream. I don't even like ice cream. So so what? Be compassionate towards yourself. Let's do it in real time. I didn't even put it in a bowl. If you were being compassionate mm. and you were doing the four-step program yeah. now yeah. about the woman that's sitting on the couch after she's had a very traumatic day. Was it, was, it, it, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to defend the day. 
is what I mean. It was a traumatic day. Okay, it was a traumatic day for the dog. (laughs) (laughs) What is the matter with you? What is the matter with you? (laughs) You can't even say the sentence. You have to for the dog really quickly. (laughs) It was a traumatic day. It was a traumatic (laughs) event. <laughs> it wasn't okay. a traumatic day. Well, it, it made the rest of the incident. day unpleasant. Yeah, yeah, I've had better mornings. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, okay. 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 So then you sit on the sofa. Yeah, and you eat ice cream. Yes. Right. Yeah. Because you needed some comfort food. But okay. I don't really comfort eat. That's the thing. I normally comfort starve. I don't want to eat when I'm upset. So it was unusual for me. Very unusual. Mm. So if you were being compassionate about that, yeah. what would you say? Label it. Uh, I was feeling. Well, I'm going to do it because I can't bear listening to this. I can't bear listening to it. Right. We're going to label it. Okay. Yeah, label it. I am being really horrible to myself about sitting on the couch and eating ice cream. I've called myself a pig and being gluttonous. And that is just not true. What's the next? What's the next step? Common humanity. The common humanity. Other people eat ice cream. Other people, when they've had a really traumatic day, sometimes need a little bit of comfort and a warm, soft couch and a bit of ice cream, something that really tastes really nice because it has been a horrible day. The self-kindness. Say something kind to yourself. Actually, it really doesn't matter if that's what got you through the evening after having had a traumatic day, then that's what got you through the evening. So that's the voice note I should have made. Be compassionate to yourself about resistance around the practice. I understand that I am resisting showing myself some compassion about the fact that I might be holding some trauma because my dog got bit. And that's okay. That's that's the recording I should have made. You know, if I feel like I've put on a bit of weight, I feel like crap. I do. And I actually feel quite shameful for even admitting it but but that's what's here and i'm sure i'm speaking to a lot of other people that i'm sure you're speaking to the majority of women so because we were looking at it this week yeah. and because i had to have an awareness around where my comparison is it came up for mm. me and if i see something on social media well i'm often on social media and i'll often see people the first thing i look at is their bodies the first thing I look at mm. and not in a way of just so that I compare their body to my body in a really unhelpful, horrible, negative way. And are you even comparing apples with apples or are you comparing someone who's 20 or are you comparing someone who has got a celebrity trainer and nutritionist on hand? You know, are you comparing like with like or not? Um or is that just irrelevant in the moment? It's totally irrelevant. But now, like, if J-Lo pops up on my Instagram, I yeah. love J-Lo. And she is just a goddess, isn't she? So she looks fabulous, but Comparing also, yourself to J-Lo. It's a little bit pointless, uh, isn't it? I, I, a little bit. Right. <laughs> if the woman at number 10 in your road pops up on Instagram and she looks smoking hot, okay. But J-Lo... It's a bit like I think what's the point? I think even the woman at number 10 who looks smoking hot it's still what's the point what's the point because I've done this work for so long my body is my body I'm proud of my body I You should lo- be I should be I can lift and I can run and I go outside and it I'm it does whatever I tell it to do It also physically. looks nice as well 
it it does but I never tap into I never really tap into that I'm always trying to change that aspect of it so as boring as I as it is that is what the the biggest part of comparison for me is is the body image to to other people and it's the thought of well, I wonder what they eat. Or I wonder how hard they train. Do they train as hard as me? Are they as intentional about what they eat? It's all that stupid, shitty, nasty dialogue that keeps you very small and very stuck. And again, even if they ate exactly to the calorie what you ate and trained exactly well, the same as you They have a completely tra- different metabolism. Correct. And a different shape to you. But eat... But- even going down that road of, oh, and if they ate this and if they it's still part and parcel of mm. the same boring, mm. old, mm. unhelpful narrative. So you saw this, you acknowledged it, it made you feel crap about yourself. It what, didn't even make me feel crap about it myself. It was just surprising that it's still here. It's mm. still that narrative, that ticker tape just runs through my head. And when I wake up in the morning, this is also quite a shameful thing mm. to admit, but I am going to do it for the greater good. When I wake up in the morning... You know, my first thought that goes through my head is the first thought is, what did I eat yesterday? Can I wake up and feel good about myself today? Or did I eat loads of chocolate last night and I feel shit and I feel bloated and I shouldn't have done that or beat myself up? That's the first thought that goes through my fucking head. Imagine if I texted you at 8am every morning saying, God, are you bloated this morning? Did you eat a lot of chocolate? That's disgusting. You'd be in such a toxic relationship. What did you eat you? last night? What did yeah. you eat yesterday? After we had that sandwich at lunchtime, did you have a Kit Kat at tea time? That's uh, disgusting. Yeah. Are you allowed to feel good about yourself today? No, you're not. Not nice. Not nice, Mm-mm. right? Not nice. That is not being your own best friend. No. And I thought I had like a lot of self-love. Yeah. But the thing is, is that you're pointing to something so common. And I know it mm. feels so difficult for yeah. you. And I'm not, that's not me belittling or being flippant about what it is that you're uncovering here because there are so many women, like I said, that come through my coaching yeah. doors saying, I don't know what I want. And that feels very real and it makes you feel very stuck and very lost. But we are not encouraged or taught how to uncover what our deepest desires are. We're not. Mm. We're told to just worry about everybody else. Mm. So this is recorded while I'm while I'm away. Okay, so I'm back in my room thinking about this asking for what you want has actually made me a bit upset this evening a bit disproportionately upset I've realized that sitting down to a table alone with a menu and not having to consider the needs of anybody else as in oh will someone else want a bite of this or you know should I share or I don't want to get a starter if no one else is and because I'm so used to cooking for everybody. I've kind of forgotten what I want and how to ask for what I want because nothing's really ever about what I want. And it was a bit overwhelming to to have that complete free reign and, yeah, and that freedom. And, yeah, it's... I mean, I feel a bit uncomfortable and embarrassed even saying this, but, you know, I co-host the podcast, so I have to, but it upset me. It's it's upset me that I I don't really think I ever ask for what I want. That is what I kind of realised when, when I had that space away was I am so indoctrinated 
into everyone else's needs. wants and needs. And I know that is the most normal and common thing as a mother of three children because they have a lot of things they need. And it is my chosen job to supply that. It hasn't been forced upon me. I chose that role and I performed that role very well. But somewhere, somewhere along the way, I don't know what happened. If you'd asked me when I was 19, 20, what do you want? I could rattle you off the longest list. And then, you know, you're given this very small amount of time, this complete freedom to sit at a table with a whole menu and go, what do you want? I don't know. I don't know what I want because I'm really only used to worrying about what everyone else wants. That is not a nice feeling. But I'm definitely not on my own in that. Oh my God, you're so not. I know I'm not. You're not. But it's not a nice feeling. So that was kind of... That was kind of how did it you, went. Did you manage to uncover what it is you wanted? I don't mean on the menu. I mean, generally, taking a bigger picture. Yeah. No, no, I didn't. I don't think I had enough time. I think I would have needed at least three days because, okay. you know, you only get to the place of like, shit. And now if you could say one uh, thing. I, that feel, you I feel worse that I've uncovered this situation of not, of not, of, uh, hello, where am I? So you, would, you wouldn't be able to tell us now what is one thing that you would want for yourself? One thing. Because I know that it's in there, but is it a case of... With our work, I want the same as you want. So you know that because we talk about it five times a day. Yeah. So that's very, that's very clear to me. Well, tell me one thing you want with the work. I want us both to be able to generate enough income from the podcast so that we can do it as our main jobs. Yeah. And that's very clear to me. Yeah. And I don't feel in any way uncomfortable about saying that or that I would be judged by others. I don't feel that that bit that you feel. But I was talking more the profile of the podcast. Like I want to be at number one and I want to be, you know, moving with the, with the big boys that, that are always in the top 10 of Apple. And I want us to go on tour and I want us to do all these wonderful, and I want us to write a book, all of those things. Yeah. They're big and they're grand mm. and they're ambitious. Mm. And it's those things that I outside of you, and I know that I'm obviously saying this to thousands of people now, but it feels with certain people, I would feel embarrassed to admit that. And that's on me, that's not on them, yeah. because I should show up however I am mm. for whatever I want. Mm. And if I had a woman sat in front of me saying the same thing in my coaching practice, mm. I would absolutely coach her around that to really just show up in all her full glory. Yeah. If you keep putting a toxic positive spin on it yes. you, all you are doing all I, I'm going to make this about me all I am doing is avoiding something very real and raw yeah and that feeling it doesn't go away just because I ignore it it just sits there it sits in the pit of your wherever your heart your stomach your throat wherever it's going to sit and it manifests into something else it will grow and grow and grow into something. It doesn't just go away. Mm. You can't stop yourself from feeling something mm -mm. that you truly feel. Mm. And that's what I guess we're uncovering here. Truth. Mm. Yeah. And truth can be hard. Yeah. And invasive. And sometimes difficult and hostile. And all the things that you don't want. But it doesn't make it any less true. <laughs> You are going to love this, Nicole, so much I can't even tell you. My ears are very okay. pricked. Saying no to things that don't bring you joy or make you feel out of integrity. Nice. You do not have to feel guilty for that. Say that again. You do not have to feel guilty for saying no to things that don't bring you joy or make you feel out of integrity. I mean, 
I actually want you to say it 50 times. I'm not going to. So I'm going to say all the other things. <laughs> you do not say it 50 times. You do not have to feel guilty for not being able to give the energy that's expected of you today. Don't feel guilty for needing time or space. Don't feel guilty for other people's reaction to your boundaries. Oh. You don't need to feel guilty for how you feel. No. Oh. Ever. You don't need to feel guilty for how you feel. And you know why, clubbers, if you're listening, it's because it's how you fucking feel and you're allowed to feel how you feel. Amen. Yeah. You do not have to feel, feel like, guilty. I feel like we need a gospel choir. Do you choir. feel like you need to stand up? <laughs> I, do. I don't know, we need a gospel choir. You do not need to feel guilty for letting go of toxic people or relationships. Oh. Let those motherfuckers go. Let those motherfuckers Bye. go. <laughs> yeah. You do not need to feel guilty for needing help Ooh. okay i'm gonna say that to you and i'm gonna look in your eyes you do not need to feel guilty for needing help laura thank Mishkon. you for that sometimes i need that reminder you do not need to feel guilty for giving your body a break nicole goodman <laughs> right back at you i don't need to lift an elephant over my shoulder every day okay you don't need to feel guilty for that and this is a good one this one i love this one you say it you do not need to feel guilty for growing and changing no, and evolving. Never. No. No. It's beautiful. Did you get that, Clubbers? It's beautiful. All those things that you are carrying around feeling guilt for, you just don't need to. Let go of it. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Notion. Have you ever stumbled upon a tool that feels like it's been tailor-made for you? Well, that's exactly how we feel about Notion. Simply and beautifully designed with all your notes and docs in one place and the power of AI built inside. It's where every idea, task and episode comes to life effortlessly. Notion merges creativity with productivity seamlessly. Whether we're planning out our episode schedule, collabing on show notes or tracking guest invitations, it's perfect for those who may be becoming a little forgetful in midlife. Hey, just the other day, we used it to map out an entire season of our podcast in record time. And that's why Notion has become an indispensable part of our podcasting toolkit. It even wrote this intro for us. Notion is more than just a workspace. It's our secret weapon for success in the digital age. Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organize, and rediscover the joy of play. It's a workspace designed not just for making progress, but getting inspired. Notion is for everyone, CEOs, students and Lauren if she can manage to navigate it anyone can hmm. try Notion for free when you go to notion.com slash self care club that's all lowercase letters notion.com slash self care club and start turning ideas into action and when you use our link you're supporting our show notion.com slash self care club another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now we're going to talk about our top five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And what's coming in our own personal club okay. of 2023. Okay. You I'm, know? I'm going to go first. Go, go, go. Product-wise, nootropic chocolate. Okay. I don't, you know I'm not a big fan of the products. I always poo-poo them. I always think they're going to be rubbish. This really did 
I really felt helped. I'm not brain foggy, but I just felt like I was lit up. And when I did that morning quiz on the radio and I knew the answer to every question instantly, it just was pinged into my brain. I was like, shit, this stuff works. So that's my product of the year. Um, My other top four are Let Them. It really changed how I look at things, how I'm moving through the world, just letting them Mm. do, say, Mm. think. It's very freeing. Oh my God, it's freeing. Asking for what you want, a very important show, as you heard from the clip. I really failed spectacularly and I am exercising that muscle more. You're much better at it. I am much better at it because I think that show forced me to look at it and I'm getting much better at that, especially when it comes to work stuff. I'm now at the point of like, just ask, ask. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah, exactly. Uh, the cranial sacral therapy, I know I'd had it before we started the show, but I still rate it. I still think it is witchcraft magic. Brilliant. And the CBD tampons. Brilliant. Well, the CBD tampons are in mine as well. Okay. I thought they were absolutely fabulous. Yeah. Um, I also really loved Let Them. Mm. I've got that in there mm. as well. And the Zoe app. I really mm. enjoyed working with Zoe. Mm. I really enjoyed the whole process. I think it is an incredible program. I really do. For people that are really struggling with their gut health or their general well-being, mm. this is going through the testing that there's nothing else like it. They're bringing other stuff out like it, but it really is the it's first the of its kind. And also there's information that comes back from all the testing that you couldn't guess. No. You just wouldn't know unless you go through this process. Yeah. So I really do rate it. Um, I love the love languages. I think it's really important to know what your love language is because it gives you a much deeper sense of yourself. Mm, I really could have lived without that. It's changed nothing for me. I don't feel like it taught me anything actually that week. I think it's great. Okay. I think it's great. And also, if I'm getting a bit annoyed at my husband and I have the knowledge of what his love language is, it does help. Mm. Because it gives you a different a sense, a different perspective in how they're seeing it versus how you're seeing it. Mm. Mm. Um, and anxiety. I loved the anxiety shows. They were hard. They, they were, were hard. They're always hard. Yeah. But... Both the guests, Emma and Anna, they gave some incredible insight into how to manage your anxiety better and why it's offering you up the thoughts that it is. Mm -hmm. So if you are someone that struggles and you haven't listened to those two shows, I really do recommend that you go back and listen to them. Yeah. Now, what about your overall practices that we've done throughout? From the beginning of time. You know what? Ask me because I've got an answer that I want to give you. Nicole. What is your overall best practice of all time since we started the show? Well, I have a few. Yeah. And you know what? What? They're all in the book. What book? (laughs) It's called Have You Tried This? Who wrote it? And we did. No, we didn't have a ghostwriter. We wrote every single word ourselves. We did. And it's out on February the 15th and you can pre-order it now. And honestly... Every single practice that is in there, we totally stand by, endorse, and think is brilliant. And they are all practices that cost nothing, 
They don't take up a lot of time and they are only there to improve your well-being. It's the best of the best in one place. I think so. And it's also 50% of the practices in the book um, we have not tried on the show. So it's all new content. Yes. So get it as a little Christmas gift now and you'll get it delivered on the 15th day of publication. You can find it on Amazon. It's called Have You Tried This? And the link is in the show notes. Yeah. Okay, the big question. Yes. And we asked each other this the other day. Yeah. The question is, what have you learned? Do you want to go first? Well, we kind of couldn't figure out what we'd learned for ourselves. Mm. And then we both reeled off the things that we think the other person has learned. So do you want me to go with what I think you've learned? Yeah. And then I'll go with you. Okay. I think that you have learned to not just tolerate or suffer through situations and things and feelings, especially physical things, in your body that don't feel right. Like I think this whole sort of perimenopause journey that you've been on this year, like now, I love the way that I like, I can see it clearly now, (laughs) even though it's happened to you. But like now I'm But I think people, you can see it clearer sometimes, can't you? But now I'm looking back on it, it's really obvious to me when it started. Like I can pinpoint it now. So can I. And when you really got to a place where you were just not yourself. I felt a little bit felt like I'd kind of lost my friend. You were just not... You were just not yourself. No, I wasn't. No, and you knew it. You were very clear about it. But I think what you've learned is that you know how to get help, where to get help, what to do. And you went and did it. And and the fix was so simple. And quick. And quick. And now I know you know if you're not feeling yourself, you're never going to go through weeks. And it, it wasn't that long. It was, you know, a couple of months where it was really bad. But I know now that you will go, okay... I don't feel like myself. I know I need to get my bloods checked yeah. and I need to go and see if I need to change my dosage and what's going on. And I think you've learned that the hard way, I would say. It's not been pretty to, you know, to to even watch you go through. So to experience, it must have been a lot worse. Well, I feel, I feel very lucky. I always say that to you. I feel one of the lucky ones that there is so many advocates for menopause and they're doing amazing work in that space so that that information and that education has filtered through to me quickly so that I knew what the symptoms were mm. and I knew what to watch out for. And so many people say to me, you're so young, you're so young. I'm, well, I'm 46, mm. I'm not that young. Mm. It's actually quite normal to start now. Mm. But I'm just, I'm in that well-being space. So I understand what to look for. Yeah. Um, And I also feel very lucky that I have access to a doctor. Yes. um, And she was amazing. And I did go to the private doctor, first of all. And then I'm now on the NHS. So I've I've transferred it all over. Um, And it's been a fairly smooth process. And I know there are some women where it isn't Mm. a smooth process. But I have really fought my corner. Mm. And I know myself well enough to know when I'm not okay, like you said. And I went to a gynecologist at the beginning of this year and she tried to insinuate that I was depressed. Yes. And this is a renowned gynecologist um, who a lot of my peers go to and I just felt so disappointed in her approach because I said to her, there is not one part of this woman that is sitting in front of you that is depressed. Yeah. I am a driven, focused, healthy woman. Yeah. And I I can say that because I know myself because I've done this work. So, yeah. 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 So if you are struggling and you think it might be hormonal, just go to the doctor. Mm. Go to the doctor mm. and trust 
just trust your instincts, trust your body and trust that you know when you're not right. Yeah. So that's what I think you've Yeah, I really year. have. Thanks. Yeah. Um, and for you, mm. I think you have learned definitely stepping into, as you said before, asking for what you want, speaking up, not just accepting that everybody's needs come before your own. You now understand that your needs are just as important as everybody else in your life and you are really leaning into that and it's absolutely glorious to watch it's better <laughs> it's better for me it's it better but it's better for everybody mm. it's better for me as your friend it's better for your husband it's better for your kids because mm. you prioritize yourself and your self-care and your self-worth and you have boundaries around it and mm. i think it's really beautiful mm. i i do feel more boundaried and i do also feel like I have let go of a lot of um, need for um, validation or approval. Like I've really, that's just kind of dropped off a cliff for mm, me. Mm. And I can't pinpoint exactly why or when. It's fairly recent, but it's immensely freeing. Can I give you my version of it? Yeah. I think the reason that that's happened is because you've built up more self-worth, self-love, I know you hate that word, self-esteem. And I think in that process, because you are so solid in yourself, not that you weren't before, but just in a different way, um, you don't need that validation now mm. because you've got it for yourself. It's been a good year for me in all of, in that in that aspect of things. I, I think this work works. Do you? I really do. And Self-care I, works. And I think writing a book together mm. has been... It, it, it's been an amazing process for us as friends, for us as business partners. And knowing, I now know that there is nothing that we can't not do together. I mean, I have to say, pretty much of all the things I've ever done in my entire life, I think this is that was up there in the top three. Of it was just, you know. Top four, you've got three kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it was, you know, it's a, life, um, it's a lifetime's ambition fulfilled and it was just but you can't brilliant you also can't do that or get to that point from a place of lack no or from a place of doubt so we both had to step into ourselves to get to the point to be able to create the things that we want for ourselves and to get over the imposter syndrome of who who are we to write a book we did we sat and we wrote a bloody book and it's coming out and i'm really 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 excited for next year me too yeah me too brilliant so we won't be here next week as it's Christmas Day. Happy Christmas, everyone. Happy Christmas. We will be back on the 1st of January. Yes. With more of what we do best. Um, and it, this may be our last episode of the year, but it is certainly not the end of Self Care Club. We've already geared up for an even more exciting and diverse lineup in the coming year. We've got new guests, we've got fresh perspectives, and we've got plenty of surprises in store. The show is going to have a little bit of a facelift. And it we're is. really excited. A mild one. A mild one. Subtle one. We're very excited about it. <laughs> we're going to tell you more about that on January the 1st. So please, please stay tuned. Yes. So before we sign off for 2023, we want to extend our huge thanks to all of our guests. To James. James. We love you, James. We love you, James. <laughs> thanks to LaunchPod Studios and of course to all of you our fantastic listeners your enthusiasm and your feedback and your support keep us motivated to continue bringing you the best content possible it's true and yeah. can I just can I give an extra shout out to yeah. James because I think James out of anybody that we have worked with 
in all the years, and there have been quite a few over the years, I still truly believe that James is so solidly in our corner. He's our strongest supporter. And honestly, we couldn't do what we do without the gentleman in the back. We really couldn't. It's so true. So thank you. Thank you, James. Aww, oh, he never says he you. loves never. us back. We, we say we love him all the time. So thank you, James. We really do love you, James. Yeah. Um, so without further ado, let's raise a virtual glass of kombucha. That, no. That one's for Lauren. Or oh, a CBD drink. Yeah. Glass of matcha, yeah. mushroom tea, an aloe vera shot. No. A cacao drink. <laughs> insect protein smoothie. Doesn't matter. It's up to you. But here's to you listeners at home here's to us and to all the adventures that 2023 has brought us to the lessons we've learned and lauren to yeah. our friendship yeah amazing we've had an amazing year and we're going to have an incredible one ahead so from all of us at self-care club thank you for being part of it wishing you a wonderful christmas and a happy and healthy new year Motherkind podcast explores how to feel happier, more confident and empowered in your motherhood, even in our world of pressure, judgment and comparison. I'm your host Zoe Blasky and every week I speak to an incredible expert to share actionable steps and powerful lessons to living your life as a mother with more joy and unapologetic confidence. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, just search Motherkind. Kind.